You're listening to the Mediatrics Wellness Podcast, a show for women wanting to take charge of their healing, health, and fertility. I'm Clara Bailey, a naturopath, herbalist, and natural fertility educator based in Australia. In this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you what I've learned professionally and personally about aligning life to the ebbs and flows of the menstrual cycle, establishing a strong knowledge base to manage your health and fertility independently. If you'd like to learn more, I create cycle awareness resources for my newsletter community, which you can subscribe to over at clarabailey.com. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode. So today I am talking about fatigue and exhaustion and 11 possible causes for it. I hear why am I tired all the time very regularly uh, in my naturopathic practice and I think it really is one of the most common presentations that a lot of holistic practitioners are faced with because so many people fall through the cracks of conventional healthcare. So if you're feeling tired all the time, have no energy, are getting sick regularly and have been told by your doctor that there's nothing abnormal, then this one is for you. So let's dive in. So uh, number one, stress and adrenal dysregulation. So stress is exhausting, especially over a long time. The body responds to stress by releasing a cocktail of stress hormones, uh, the two main ones being adrenaline and cortisol, which gets us thinking and moving fast. It's what we've inherited as part of our survival toolkit to run, fight and hide from danger quickly. But when stress is sustained for an extended period, these communication systems are recalibrated. The body goes into conservation mode by signaling that we're tired. It may seem counterproductive, but it's the way that this system tries to preserve the body. And in naturopathic terms, we refer to this as adrenal dysregulation. So the hallmark symptoms of adrenal dysregulation are poor quality sleep, particularly waking between 2 and 3 a.m., feeling tired throughout the day, but then not being able to drop off to sleep at night. It can be that really wired and tired feeling. Uh, It could be experiencing a significant energy dip in the afternoon. If you've been through a long period of stress and, you know, we're in the middle of a global pandemic, stress has affected most people in some shape or form in the last, you know, in the recent history. And Uh, getting dizzy or faint when you stand up or not feeling refreshed after waking. So if you've gone from, say, university into full-time work to becoming a mother and have never had a chance to stop, rest and replenish, this is not an unusual cluster of symptoms. It is, in fact, very, very common. I would even dare say we have an endemic of it. This kind of fatigue is usually many years in the making, but the good news is that rest, proper nutrition, and herbs are all fabulous ways to help restore the system. And if that is sounding like you uh, and you would like to learn more, 
I have a free webinar that's all about this topic called Healing After a Season of Stress. It's a one hour webinar and it is um, on my website. So I will have, there's a link in the blog and the show notes of how you can access that. Okay. Cause number two, poor quality sleep. And this is really linked with the stress and adrenal dysregulation um, because it can be one of the main reasons for poor quality sleep. But there could be other several factors contributing. So such as living in a busy city and your bedroom doesn't get full darkness or is noisy. Um, and it's not, a, you know, your sleep environment is not allowing you to drop into deepest, you know, deep, good quality sleep. Maybe you're a shift worker, maybe you have young children or a baby or animals that wake you up throughout the night or a sleeping mate who wakes you up through the night. Physical discomfort such as back pain or other muscular skeletal aches. Uh, if you are somebody who has digestive issues such as um, heartburn and if that wakes you up throughout the night, uh, all of these things can keep us in a loop of poor quality sleep. And so, I mean, this is so obvious, but often sometimes the simple things can be missed, but reduced quality of sleep leads to fatigue and exhaustion. So if you are not getting good quality sleep, make it a priority to do so and getting a full seven to eight hours can make all the difference and it can be an essential circuit breaker. Cause number th uh, three, chronic pain. Not only can chronic pain affect your sleep, but it's exhausting in its own right. If the pain is due to inflammation, inflammatory compounds affect your whole body and your mood. When the messaging pathways that communicate pain are always activated, your nervous system is continuously in a high alert state. And that is registered as a form of stress in your body and possibly you know in addition to the pain itself the you know going about how to manage that pain can be very you know stressful and tiring in and of itself so just know that i mean i hope this 11 uh, causes can help you start working out what's at play for you um, and often we have more than one at play but never underestimate how profound fatigue can be as part of chronic pain. Cause number four is thyroid issues. So your thyroid gland is a very important hormonal gland that sits in front of your windpipe in your neck. And the leading symptom of low thyroid function is fatigue. Other signs to look out for are difficulty, difficulty losing weight despite exercise and a restricted diet, dry skin and dry hair, having cold hands and feet or just a general intolerance to the cold, uh, putting on weight without knowing why. These are all the pretty classic symptoms and often this will overlap heavily with adrenal dysregulation because the adrenal gland and the thyroid gland are in very close communication with one another. And when one gland is out of alignment uh, or an overdrive, the other will also be affected. So I have written an in-depth blog post over um, 
on hypothyroidism. Uh, so there is a link in the blog if you would like to explore that further. And whilst we're talking about stress and thyroid issues, um, if if this is beginning to, you know, it's resounding with you and resonating with you, I also have, in addition to that webinar, um, a very quick and simple free quiz called Are You Burning Bright or Burning Out? Uh, it takes one minute. I created it with my husband, who is a psychologist, and it just asks you some uh, uh, seven simple questions about your energy, mood, stress, triggers, and sleep, and it will give you um, your stress adaptation type of where you are now, where you're sitting on the stress spectrum. And then there's some goodies that will um, come with your results, including a little 10-minute video of me explaining your type and some really simple things you can start doing um, that are specific for you, including uh, some a herb and some uh, diet and lifestyle things you can begin to implement. Okay, back to our causes. Cause number five can be blood sugar imbalances. So typically a doctor will run tests if you're presenting with fatigue to screen for pre-diabetes, diabetes, or insulin resistance. Um, and the reason for that is because blood sugar imbalances, which is a feature of all of those health conditions, but you don't have to have uh, any of those health conditions to have up and down or a blood sugar imbalance, uh, is that it can cause feeling tired all the time. Because when sugars are broken down into the body, not into the body, by the body, pardon, they get converted into fast energy. And if you've been in the habit of having sugary or sweet foods, uh, to give you sort of that lift in energy, the system can become dysregulated. So signs that blood sugar uh, may be an issue and could be contributing to your fatigue are craving sugar when you're feeling tired, experiencing significant blood sugar crashes. Uh, this can be you know, just a feeling of almost like a hungover feeling, uh, jittery hands, foggy brain, or hangriness. Uh, so feeling quite irritable if you don't eat something soon. If you are somebody who finds it very difficult to skip a meal or go two to three hours without eating, then this is something to have on your radar. Uh, so the most simple place to begin if this feels like this might be at play for you is to take simple sugars out of your diet. And what I mean by simple is, you know, white refined processed sugar. Instead, go for slow burning carbohydrates such as slow, <laughs> slow grains. They are kind of, they are slow grains, whole grains, uh, legumes and starchy vegetables and making sure you're having a good quality protein and fat at all your meals. That will just balance out your plate and it will in turn balance out your blood sugar. Cause number six, nutrient depletion. So when it comes to feeling tired all the time, we often think of iron. Uh, low iron is particularly relevant for women as we lose blood every month. Uh, and especially through pregnancy as well. Pregnancy is renowned for being a very iron intensive process as we are having to basically install a whole iron system into a new little human. So while iron is essential for energy production, uh, it's not the only one. So thinking beyond iron is really important and 
some doctors who have done some extra nutritional training may test for these. Um, but if you were to see a holistic practitioner who has training in nutrition, then we would be absolutely checking out your vitamin B12, vitamin D, folate, and zinc as well. If you were low or significantly low in any of these, that is, you know, that can be a cause of low energy and they are so often overlooked. Zinc is essential also if you're getting sick all the time. So in addition to feeling tired, zinc depletion is one of the most common causes of immune systems not being able to handle infections uh, and getting stuck in an, in an infection fatigue loop. So I'll always recommend getting all these nutrients checked, especially, especially, especially if you're a vegetarian um, or if you know you haven't been eating properly or if you've been through any uh, nutrition intensive um, processes like pregnancy or if you're breastfeeding. Cause number seven, poor elimination and detoxification. So when I say elimination, to be quite blunt, I mean sweat, wee and poo. If you don't drink enough water, if you tend towards constipation, or if you experience skin conditions such as acne, eczema, dermatitis, psoriasis, or rashes, your body is struggling to eliminate toxins. Often this will very commonly be a contributing factor. Uh, this is especially important if you are regularly exposed to chemicals, solvents, or other environmental hazardous products. Uh, so, you know, clients that are hairdressers or artists that work with, um, you know, oil paints or different solvents, uh, if you are working in, you know, I remember having a client who worked in a, a nursery and she was exposed to quite a lot of agricultural chemicals. All of these things um, put a load on the body that the body has to process. And whilst the body is very clever and it is able to process these things usually very well, uh, sometimes it can get overloaded. And if you are experiencing fatigue that you can't get to the bottom of and you are in a profession um, or you, you are exposed to these things regularly, I would absolutely be clocking this as a potential cause. So doing a guided detoxification for two to four weeks and observing if your energy shifts is a very straightforward way of determining if this is an issue for you. There are ways of um, sort of functional tests that can look at these different pathways in the liver and you can absolutely go down that route um, if you want. But normally, um, in my experience, when people come to see me, they are ready for a bit of a new chapter in their health. And often, you know, uh, doing a, a guided process like this is often something that people are very happy to do. And I use it almost as a diagnostic tool. Um, and people are always going to feel pretty good you know, throughout that process as it is. Cause number eight, poor digestive function. So poor digestive function is a massive cause of uh, fatigue. The saying you are what you're you are what you eat is not entirely true. What is more accurate is if you are what you absorb. So we could be eating the most beautiful, wholesome and balanced diet and not be getting the nutrients our body needs to function correctly if there is an absorption issue. So symptoms of poor digestive function are gas, 
bloating, the tendency toward either constipation or diarrhea, or in some cases both, stomach pain, indigestion, or nausea. Other signs that your body is struggling to absorb its nutrients are having really soft nails um, or brittle nails, cracks in your lips, so like the classic ones of cracks like in the sides of your lips, the corners there, um, peeling skin tags next to your fingernails. Uh, there's a whole host of other ones, but those are some pretty classic easy ones to be able, you know, you'll know if those are at play for you. So the number one thing to do to get on top of poor digestive function is to identify the foods that are harming and alarming your system. And then from there, working out which foods will heal and calm your system. So I have written in depth about healing your gut in previous posts. There is a link in the blog um, that you can follow to get a really simple plan for, for doing that. Cause number nine food intolerances or food allergies. So you may have a food intolerance or an allergy that you're not aware of. Both allergies and intolerances exist on the same spectrum, but they are slightly different. So an intolerance is often temporary. There may be foods that you're um, generally able to tolerate and digest when you're fully healthy. But if you've had a lot of stress going on, if you've had an infection, particularly gut infection, if you have taken sort of a round of antibiotics recently, your body might, you know, your digestive system may have taken a hit and is not functioning on all cylinders at the moment. And it's struggling to be able to break those foods down and eliminate them properly. Uh, and that is a very common cause of poor digestive function. At the other end of the spectrum, food allergies actually involve the immune system and an allergy to gluten also known as celiac disease is one of the most common um, food allergies and also one of the most common causes of fatigue uh, somebody with celiac and it's not uncommon for it to not be picked up until you know folks are well into their 20s or 30s or in some case 40s uh, and by being able to recorrect that and get their digestive systems absorbing nutrients again is an absolute game changer so if you suspect you have a food intolerance or an allergy, again, the most simple thing you can do is do a trial of eliminating gluten, dairy, sugar, eggs, and soy from your diet for two to three weeks and to see how you feel. If any of those are causing a significant issue, you'll notice a big difference in your energy. So please don't do this long term without a practitioner guiding you through uh, the process and helping you to um, find foods that you can eat that are full of, um, you know, nutrients and is replenishing and healing. I often see a lot of people who ha have worked out foods that they can't have. They completely eliminate them from their diet and then they're stuck having a very limited diet and it can uh, really make their world quite small and make them quite scared um, of foods. And you really do need to follow through on a complete process with this. Cause number 10, unresolved infections. So unresolved infections are something I have been seeing more and more clinically as a cause of fatigue. The most common infections that the body can have a difficult time eliminating are Epstein-Barr virus, also known as glandular fever or mononucleosis, and cytomegalovirus. 
Uh, however, there are many, many, many more. And to get a proper workup, you need a clinician to do appropriate testing. So if you're experiencing low-grade fever, swollen glands, feeling achy, regularly feeling chilled or suddenly sweaty, then I really highly suggest you work with a holistic practitioner who can help you investigate further. Cause number 11, entering the wisdom years or uh, perimenopause. So feeling tired all the time is not all that uncommon when the great change comes. The inner process is physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually that's occurring during menopause requires a significant amount of energy. Add in disrupted sleep because of night sweats or other physical discomforts, and you've got quite the, the, the equation for feeling tired all the time. So there you have it. Those are the 11 clinical questions I'm asking myself as a naturopath in my consultations when clients present with fatigue. It can take some detective work, but once you know what factors are contributing to your fatigue and what you can do about it, you can begin to feel like yourself again. So if you are experiencing fatigue and you're not finding any answers, please, please, please know that there are many ways of understanding your body and the possible causes for your unique situation. This is what a holistic approach is all about. It is about finding the root causes and the patterns that are at play for you. And just because something doesn't have a medical diagnosis doesn't mean it's not real. So this is a tiny extract from my course, The Peace Protocol, uh, which goes, which is a 21 day program that is all about resetting your nervous system and restoring your energy. So if that sounds like something that you're interested in and would like to know more about, uh, there is a link in the blog to explore that more. Thank you so much for listening along to today's show. If you'd like to learn more about me, the resources I create, and the work I do as a naturopath, herbalist, and fertility awareness educator, head over to clarabailey.com or you can find me over at Instagram at clarabailey_double_underscore. underscore. I hope you have a glorious day.